Hello, and welcome to Movie of the Year's State of the Franchise. Um, Sort of an important check-in on all of our favorite cinematic universes uh, that probably have kind of taken a hit this year. 2020 was pretty rough on all of us, um, including franchises, uh, kind of contending with all that was in the news. I think a lot of our our most recent installments kind of got pushed to the wayside. So I think it's important for us to take this time, sort of celebrate. A stolen election will do that, Kate. A stolen election will do that. (laughs) Yes. Thank you, Greg. (laughs) Wonderfully true. Um, With me today are the wonderfully truthful Greg. (laughs) Obviously, everybody, that that was it. That was a little joke, a little fun I can have. uh, No, no, no. (laughs) You just... You just got your tagline, no. which is wonderfully true. How sad would it be? I think about this all the time. I know I'm the one that made that joke, but how sad would it be if we made a joke like that and then we did get popular like in the alt-right? We had like a band in the show I'd or something. I'd lean into it. No, I'd be yeah. like, guys, we got to make that wouldn't money. We, wouldn't yeah. we just walk away from that? No, we'd, we'd lean into it. Okay, go on. No, I, honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, would, it, would, it would depend on how funny I found it and for how long. That would that's be my the problem. Test. Yeah, that's how, how Ann Col- I'm sure that's how Ann Coulter started. No, right. she was, was doing. Just you be guys, Ann Coulter was doing a bit. <laughs> yeah, she had started as the crypt keeper she on got that show, in a bit. <laughs> and then now she's just been doing it the whole time. She doesn't know how to get out anymore. <laughs> Have you seen the video of Kellyanne Conway doing stand up? Ew. Yeah. Ew. It's brutal. It's brutal twofold. One, it's horrible to watch because it's terrible yeah. content, and also I'm thinking about like, fuck, what if. I become a conservative talking <laughs> head in 40 years and you see exactly how bad my stand-up was at my college improv night. <laughs> Part of me has sympathy for. Uh, Mike, uh, yes. you ever do bad improv? Oh, yeah, nothing but. I once did an improv where a guy literally, I was like, he wanted an ice cream cone and he was like, that's not ice cream. And I froze and didn't know what to do because he broke the one rule we had learned in class. Seriously? Dude, that was no, the <laughs> that's accurate improv yeah because you froze much like an ice cream cone you became the ice cream yeah cone. you missed the poeticism mike uh, yeah when i was sweating and shitting my pants i didn't realize how poetic it all was <laughs> you should have just looked into the audience and been like mom <laughs> mom <laughs> wow an incredible brechtian improv performance from you <laughs> so yeah state of the franchise of improv is uh, i think it's doing well because it was hard for people to improvise while nobody could be in person yeah, so you're at least right. live improv is dead. Long live, live improv. improv. <laughs> Long live Zoom improv. Zoom prop, if you will. Ryan. Yes. How's Jesus the state Christ, of how your long did that take? <laughs> LA Clippers uh, over there. I just sat here forever not talking at all. But I'm I'm so happy to be on the show, Kate. Thank you for having me. You're very, very welcome. Um, okay, I think it's time for us to lock into some of these franchises. Uh, do you gentlemen agree with me? Yes. Yeah. Perfect. I, I do. I, I do think that 2020. I, uh, I think that it showed us what is important. You know, like there are some franchises that were like, "Well, fuck it," and Trolls World Tour came out, and yeah. we're probably not going to talk about the Trolls franchise. I really got to give it up to the franchises who were like, "Ah, uh, 2021," and just move their yeah. movie yeah. ahead of year. We'll see you then. I think that's going to be helpful for them. I think it's going to be helpful for them, though. There is. Helpful in one specific way, because there is a truth just like the friendships we found that were the most important to our lives and therefore one of the five you know people you stayed in contact in the past 20 years or past year. I think the franchises that were able to alleviate some of this horrible fucking time 
I think are going to make a larger impact than anything that comes out in 2021. I think the things the- that are really that really affected us, the things that were there when we were miserable, might kind of be really good for these franchises. Totally agree. Totally agree. On, on the flip side, though, I think that the best thing for you to do if you're a franchise is just to not release a movie. Yeah, chill, dude. Right. And then everybody's like, oh, I still love that instead of being... Especially like, if you were overexposed as fuck, which some of these franchises, they yeah. just like got too hot. They got yeah. overheated. Inflation took over. Mm-hmm. No, I think you're right. A, a good, just just as it was in all of our lives, um, a forced pause can sometimes uh, be quite revelatory. So let's lock in. The first one that I want to talk about is the DC extended universe. Um, so this year we got Wonder Woman 1984 yep. and uh, Birds of Prey. Um, yeah, two stinkers, two stinkers, one stinker and one good movie. Okay, uh, I would love to hear Mike. Yes, how are you feeling about the state of the DC EU franchise? Uh, since its inception, it has always been like Rocky, and this year continued the that. Rocky not like Rocky franchise. the Boxer, it's not like Rambo. Rocky the Boxer, uh, <laughs> but ups and downs. And it gave us. Uh, it was very good and experimental and great in the beginning of the year with Birds of Prey and Ryan's one of the stinkers, and then it was dog shit. They they ruined their most valuable, most well liked property in Wonder Woman 1984. Hmm. So uh, they're proving they still don't know what the fuck to do with movies. Yeah. And I think they will continue stumbling along like a deer that's been shot. Mm. Honestly, their their best wire to wire movie because I even in their really good movies they have not managed yet to like put together a movie that is good from beginning to end. <laughs> yeah. The closest to me is, is it Shazam. No, it's not Shazam. Shazam it has a really weak first act. It's yeah. Shazam takes a really long time to get going, mm-hmm. and by the time you're about to quit on it, it suddenly morphs into this extremely funny movie, and you're like, "I was just about to give up. Why did you wait so long to do this?" I hear it's that's very your, Shazam. Greg, that was your dating strategy back in the day, right? My dating strategy was overwhelm one woman with kindness <laughs> and love, marry her as quickly as possible, and then die next to her eighty <laughs> years later. And honestly, the plan's going really well. So. What if it didn't though? Yeah, I mean that's life, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, whatever happens, Death. happens. All I can do is love and um, move forward. <laughs> but I think Birds of Prey is that wire to wire movie. We are like very divided in this house about whether or not we like Birds of Prey. But mm-hmm. I think without being um, saccharine and annoying, it's actually one of the strongest feminist. Um, superhero movies mm-hmm. that we have it really mm-hmm. feels and i could be totally wrong but it really feels to me like um an authentic version of like women supporting women mm-hmm. and there are times in that movie where just women compliment each other yeah. um which you don't see a lot you just don't and yeah. I, like it telling each other they're cool and stuff I, that i i don't know yeah. i like that yeah, every like time admiring that happens. Moves. no yeah, yeah in a like, true in a true like bechdel sense the thing that's awesome and I can speak from primary experience, the thing that's awesome about being a woman is other women. The thing that's cool about it is the emotional support that comes from those types of relationships. And you never see that represented even in, quote, feminist films, even in, like, even if you, like, cite Ocean's 8 or something, right? Yeah. That is the thing that is missing, is the thing that brings joy in the relationship from one woman to the other. And, And that takes someone who, like, understands what it is to, like, be a part of a team with another with other women and um and celebrate the fun light parts of that. I I, I loved Harley Quinn. I thought that that yeah. one, Wait, Birds if, of Prey was great. If women like other women, then what is their problem then? What who else <laughs> is true. there that is making <laughs> <laughs> where is the problem coming from? I don't yeah. <laughs> see women like women, men like women. I don't know. Yeah. It seems like it's going pretty good. Yeah, I'm just okay. honey, this is called logic. 
the, the thing that uh, I I was not a fan of Birds of Prey. I thought it was uh, dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you don't that, like women. Yeah, <laughs> because Famously. I don't like women, obviously. Uh, but the thing that Birds of Prey and Shazam were both missing, if we can use that word, is this one single person. <laughs> Batman. Uh, <laughs> Batman. Batgirl. Uh, the new. The news today was uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates and J.J. Abrams are going to band together to make a new Superman movie, and that Superman is probably going to be black. And I really I really want to reiterate that I think that Birds of uh, Prey was sort of a misfire, but Zack Snyder is solely responsible for... And like that's the only time that you will ever use the word soul around Zack Snyder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jesus he is, Christ. <laughs> just, he is uh, just an awful, awful storyteller and filmmaker and understander of the human condition. <laughs> Tanisi Coates and J.J. Abrams, I do think, could change DCEU's outlook in the few, over the next year. Like now, you think that the pair of them, even if they're not, they don't become DCEU's Feige, just their other people will look at what they do and they're like, oh, and move on. I like I don't I, I don't know how stoked you guys are for Justice League the four hour Snyder cut that is coming. It's but, been a while since I've rage watched something, so I'm pretty excited about that. And at this point, we we know that Joss Whedon is a horrible, horrible piece of shit person. Yeah, but Zack Snyder is, although maybe a better guy, a uh, much worse filmmaking. Yeah, that's a problem when you start cutting out the Brian Singers of the world and <laughs> yeah. you start really getting like nice guys who aren't all that good at their jobs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we just have to watch their movies then and their movies aren't good. <laughs> Wait, I have a quick question for you guys. Just in terms of like prettiness slash crushability, uh, are you Wonder Woman men or Harley Quinn? Oh, Wonder Woman by a lot. Really? Oh, uh, yeah. Why? I have... Oh, Harley no, Quinn's Ryan fun. Goes. She's funny. <laughs> Right. Yeah, she 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 does tell me that she is. Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ryan's into statuesque. Come on, Kate. Women aren't funny. Better than. Uh, <laughs> He's I, have, I was supposed to say that. Well, wait. Into the statuesque. Which one isn't? Question mark. <laughs> well, Harley Quinn isn't statuesque, right? Tell she me. Has a personality. Oh, that makes sense. That makes statu- statuesque not in in physique, but in personality. Both. But yeah, like get Gal Gadot is like tall and and athletic, carved from Marvel. Yeah, yeah and and Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn is is a more of a person. Yeah, agreed. So you're so you're Harley Quinn. I have her tattooed on my leg. I can't say. I'm do you not, really? So I do. That's insane. Mike. <laughs> he had the animated series. I have the one, animated. Though. Yeah, I'm not a creep. I have the yeah. animated. I'm not version. a creep. I jerk off to the cartoon. Yeah, uh, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Are you are you uh, Wonder Woman or Harley Quinn? That that's a that's a very tough choice. I uh, I guess Wonder Woman. I, I I think I in my personal life I'm more of a of a, a attracted to Harley Quinn type women. Mm-hmm. But um, I just find <laughs> as a professional. Ga- yeah, I just find Gal Gadot uh, very like you know she's she's so striking. She's maybe she's like really the, striking. Yeah, and Margot Robbie. Uh, yeah, dumb. unlike I don't know. the dog, Margot. Yeah, Robbie. I don't choose. I I, 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 I don't choose. It feels so gross. There's yeah, uh, enough Greg to go around. There is enough and, Greg and to run. Yes, right. Just to make our listeners very upset, mm-hmm. uh, I'm Amber Heard from Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> so no, everybody deal with that. Everyone's shit. upset. Amber Heard, why you have to be so pretty and make us so hard for us? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's move on to our to our next universe which is of course marvel um so how do we do dc before marvel what the fuck is going on uh, that's why kate's hosting ryan i'm sorry but you gave me the document and that's the one you put in first so (laughs) again (laughs) 
Uh, I thought I, I thought I could just scream that out without you talking. <laughs> <Docking laughs> you, Kate. What you need to know is we blame the board here. We don't throw anybody under the bus. We all say the board fucked up. The board fucked up. Okay, so then where does that put me? <laughs> no, so you, you're blaming the board, not Ryan, right now. Yeah, but Ryan was blaming me. So <laughs> yeah, Ryan doesn't follow the rules. He's an it's asshole. sort of an ad hominem attack that I'm kind of responding yes. to. So no, I understand. Um, the my chemical. I was just about to say the my chemical my chemical romance. romance. <laughs> the MCR. Oh shit! That universe is doing great. Okay, actually, that universe the- is timeless and is actually aging that incredibly. Is a, <laughs> that is a universe, though, right? That is Umbrella Academy and yeah. uh, God, that's Doom so Patrol. True. Culture, yeah. The, and the, last year, it, it, the videos came out of him on the uh, what was that tour called? The Taste of Chaos. When yeah. he was just like, "There's bands out here trying to get film girls tits. Fuck them." And then everybody's like, "That was census fail." He's saying, "Fuck census fail." Gerard Way has always been great. Gerard been great, Way rocks. He was one of my first crushes. I was one of my first favorite bands. Uh, I remember listening to Black Parade when I was in the fifth grade, and it kind of changed oh, my God. relationship to music. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh wow. So. <laughs> Okay, because so fully an adult, I had voted for the president when that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I and was I fucking voted in for college. <laughs> I was in college. I was attending college. How gross! <laughs> that was so it's long ago for me that I had it on my, my iPod. I, 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 no, that's the thing. That's the thing, Greg. Is so did I. Because yeah, in my well, age group, I had an iPod um, at fifth grade. <laughs> but And of, of course, it would be the same technology because it was the same time period. Precisely. Yeah. <laughs> so going, but to actually address the universe um, that we have said that we desire to address. So nothing came out in 2020 except for WandaVision. Um, Woo! Except uh, for WandaVision. Except for WandaVision, which I hear I have not seen. I've heard a lot of praise. Did you guys, were you guys fans? Still am. So it just was. It's on. It's yeah. It's 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 amazing. As an outsider, my understanding is that they are taking it to like a tertiary cinematic universe, right? Like they're bringing in a new crop of stars and and like action heroes, right? Is it slightly? Is it different or this is starting to this show as it goes on is starting to feel like they might use it sort of as a way to introduce a whole new, like the kind of universe you're talking about, but it's mm-hmm. been more hinted at than anything else. There was the actor that was uh, Quicksilver in the Fox X-Men movies is in the show. So it's sort of like hinting and winking at the idea that maybe they're going to align the X-Men universe through WandaVision or something, which, you know, I, I, I but I think it's still a lot of potential at this point and not a lot finalized. I think more than anything, what's smart about their, their Disney Plus plan, and we're only talking 2020, is... Uh, people's favorite characters from the comics are not getting highlighted in the movies because Wanda and Vision are not big characters in the movies, but now they can really dig into them and what makes them tick. And uh, that's just smart franchising, baby. Because, yeah, all these characters, when the the books are popular, it's like you spend time with them and they're just bullshitting around. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what you enjoy. You know, that's why you love the characters. Yeah. The other thing, though, that we have to talk about, though, is that Chloe Zhao is having a Marvel movie in 2021. Mm-hmm. Are you fucking shitting on my nuts? I know. I'm shitting right on your nuts. And you like it. You love it. <laughs> it's warm at first. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, in terms of sensory experience, empirically pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I like that morning brown right on my nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get your morning brown. I'm just. Did you guys see the reviews? Don't, or the don't talk to me till I've had my morning. 
All right. All right. I'll poop on your nuts. <laughs> Just shut uh, up. Did you guys see the people coming out of watching the Eternals and what their reaction was? And just no. that like this is yeah, people were coming out of it and saying, uh, I've never seen a movie like this. Like she has like they don't think of it as a Marvel movie anymore. They like they were like, All right, fine. What are you, a woman? Here's the Eternals, a Marvel franchise that nobody gives a shit about. Mm-hmm. And, and nobody ever gets right. Right. And apparently it is supposed to be like drop on your knee amazing. Yeah. And then we also have Black Widow. It, that, that's Hell yeah. it, and I mean, and there's a Spider-Man movie, and there's lo- and there, there's so many things coming out. But like, I think what's smart about this era, where in 2021 we're getting bookended in WandaVision and then Eternals, everybody's complaint for Marvel has been they're not adventurous. They have a house style that can be boring. Yeah. And so now they're saying instead of resting on their laurels and really leaning into the style they created, they're like, "Fuck you, then." Yeah. And do whatever we want and break it down. Yeah, and WandaVision I mean- sort of did that. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is that the universe is so huge. It's its own production company at this. I mean, literally. So having, to me, this like experimental wing, you know, I mean, that's research and development almost, right? Like they're throwing Mm -hmm. new new directors and new actors at new projects and seeing what sticks because they've got enough capital in order to do that. And I think that that, what that means is that now that they've kind of run out of the, you know, primary canon or whatever uh we're gonna see a lot of stuff that's going to make it actually interesting again because i'm i'm a marvel fan i i'm a, i'm a comic book fan um but in terms of watching the movies i probably tapped out after the first four or five you know and so you're crazy which i know i know i am it, honestly it's just like a financially unstable model for those of <laughs> us who live in brooklyn and work in quote podcasting <laughs> but, like, <laughs> This is the thing, though, with like the, this is the thing with MCU and DCEU is that uh, I grew up a Marvel fan, and I know that it sounds biased, but like Marvel did it all slowly, and now they get to try new things. Mm-hmm. And DC mm-hmm. is like, I want to do it fast. Yeah. And try things poorly. Yeah, and th- yeah. Those aren't those aren't the same. That's what happens when you're second to the gold rush. You know, like you you're you are not, um, you don't have the comfort of forging your own path. And so what you're or trying failing, to or failing and, and, and yeah, it being and okay I, and being able to like, right. you, there's a benchmark Learn to which things. you're already yeah. comparing yourself. Um, uh, that makes it creatively more difficult, especially, I don't know, with when you're working with flubs, when you've already mm-hmm. had mistakes, uh, you know, it's well, one it's, thing it's, to come out the gate with Iron Man. Um, and I mean, literally with scared money, right? Like yeah, if yeah. you're always afraid and making everything by committee, you're never going to make anything good. Yeah. But then DC to, for DC to come out with their first movie be DC's Iron Man and for him to just walk around <laughs> being like I'm DC's Iron Man like that's I'm not a, good movie. a different guy it's the <laughs> same name but it's a different guy <laughs> uh, did you hear th- never mind <laughs> <laughs> no Kate I didn't no I realize that maybe I don't want to lock into a critique I believe that people are saying that um you're not allowed to say crazy train anymore. And um and yeah. What's the name of the song? Yeah, but just, no, crazy as a as a derogatory term. But I feel like we don't need to get into the politics of PC culture here. So do we have any <laughs> last minute uh MCU stuff before we go to break? I'm so excited for Black Widow. I'm so excited for Shang-Chi. Yeah. But I am guys, I think that the Eternals is going to be in the bracket for best movie of twenty twenty one. I think that it's going to be amazing. You awesome. heard it here. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, we're going to go to break, and when we're back, uh, we'll launch into our next franchise. 
Hola, Felterinos. I just wanted to interrupt real briefly and say thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. If you want to support us a little more directly, you can go to patreon.com slash yourpopfilter. There, depending on what tier you pick, $1 a month, $5 a month. If you're crazy, anything more than $5 a month, don't do that. You can get extra content. There's extra shows, extra series, uh, behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, you could pay for Ryan to draw you a picture. Uh, I can write you a poem. You can get the shirts off our very own backs. All of that and so much more over at patreon.com slash yourpopfilter. While you're on the internet, you should check out Shady Monk. He does all the tunes you've been listening to. He's on Bandcamp. He's on Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, wherever kids get their music these days that I'm too old to know. Shady Monk lives there. Uh, You can probably follow him on Twitter and Instagram as well. That's Shady Monk. Wherever you get music, check him out. Welcome back, everyone. We are ready to launch into our next state of the franchise. Guys, Star Wars had the Mandalorian season two come out this year. Um, Mandalorian season three and the book of Boba Fett is coming out next year. What? Those aren't movies, Kate. Those are not movies. I think that's probably true. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to level with you. You're you're right about that. I'm going to give you on if I were a betting man. (laughs) In in this new multimedia world, it it doesn't have to be a movie. It's all connected. And if you're Star Wars, you're going to ignore your movies for a while. Ryan, the violence of you forcing me into a genre uh, is actually incredibly unwoke of you. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just saying this. First of all, the show is called Movie of the Year, so how dare you? <laughs> Second of all, uh, media of the year. <laughs> I can't. I can't believe how how little I want. Uh, after episode nine and Solo, and after Mandalorian, how little I want a Star Wars movie, and how much I, I would just want TV shows from here on out. Ryan, wait, wait, when wait, was the last time you saw Solo? I was that one night in the movie theater, Greg. Go back yeah, and revisit course. Solo now that you've seen Absolutely how bad episode nine never. was. Ryan, do yourself a favor. Can't there Go be back. Kinds of bad that you still don't like, even if one's worse than the yeah, other. It doesn't matter. No, no, I think. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, because I think that there is something very interesting and unaddressed so far. And I think, Ryan, why do you think a TV show in that universe is going to be more fruitful or more interesting than a film? Like, what that- is it that you're seeing? That's a good way of framing it. Here's here's a better way to frame it. I want some artiste, some auteur to come in and handle shit for the whole time, like Favreau has done with The Mandalorian, which is yeah. borderline perfect, as opposed to Ron Howard, shit, we're shooting solo in four <laughs> days. Can you come with the set? <laughs> or J.J. Uh, Abrams, right? Is that him? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's, that's the one. Uh, that's the guy. You got to come back for episode nine. Also, we made episode eight. Also, you hated it. Can you fix everything in episode nine? (laughs) These are terrible things that have happened. Once again, to to quote me, playing with scared money, uh, that I mentioned Mm. last night, where they're they're TV. They're like, nobody gives a shit about TV. Do whatever you want. And with the movies, they're like, there's so much anticipation. This has to be perfect. And then they freak out and have painted themselves into a corner of bad movies. If you want to put goddamn John Favreau uh, in charge of the next movie, the next 10 movies, then I'm in. Otherwise, shut the fuck up and give me TV shows. No, it's actually going to Vince Vaughn. They decided. So wait, which which um other the which um Star Wars pieces is he Mandalorian? Is he has he done anything else? Yeah, well, he's not just Mandalorian there, Kate. He's also he also made the Jungle Book, which kicked off well, the whole fucking Disney stuff. Well, he also friggin' made. I'm sorry. Does anyone hear the word 
Elf. Yeah, he also yeah. made Elf. Swingers. Yeah. In fact, I'm pretty sure he wrote Elf. He also and... fucking directed Iron Man, the movie that kicked off the MCU. Yeah. Wow, we did not He also not dated Monica Geller and fought. He also fucking friends. fight on the octagon. No, Sean, wow, he is really, he's got his <laughs> he fingers. He should be in the Hall of Fame. In all yeah. the puddings, baby. Yes. Yeah, he should be in the Hall of Fame. Absolutely. He's money, um, but he doesn't know that he's money. None, yeah. none yeah. more pudding than Courtney Cox's vagina. Also, one mm-hmm. time my wife saw him outside the Pantages, and mm-hmm. he was kind of slyly looking around, like, does anyone recognize that it's me, yeah. John Favreau? And he was a little less famous then than he is now. Like, he, he hadn't been as successful. Elf, yeah. I think, had just come out. And my wife, uh, who's beautiful, uh, looked my at wife. him. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, <laughs> looked at him and made eye contact just long enough, and he kind of nodded at her, like, thank you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm John yeah. Favreau. <laughs> Thank you for noticing. I appreciate it. Yeah, because I just, I am John Favreau. Yeah. Also, can we give it up to a celebrity who got famous as an actor, mm-hmm. gained 150 pounds, yep. uh-huh. and, and then was just like, nope, this is me, and never tried to get rid of the pounds. He's just no. that from now on. No, that's, a, and that is the privilege of being a man, is gaining 150 pounds, and the thing you think is, wow, I've still got a lot going for me. <laughs> He's so that's, how, that's what it's like. That is the difference. Is John Favreau is gaining all that weight and just being like, "Fuck, man, I am funny." That's how <laughs> Dad did it. That's how I'm doing it. <laughs> no, it's how everyone should do it, and men are the only one brave enough. I'm going to tell you, I'm not brave enough. I am not comfortable when I gain weight, <laughs> and yet you persist because <laughs> I no, know I, I do something every day admire, that makes now, you uncomfortable. What I admire most about you, uh, Mike, is how much you push your yeah. comfort zone when it comes to your own fucking weight. This is hurtful. <laughs> Whatever it takes to become a bigger person, right, Mike? <laughs> oh, this is good. Roast them. This, this is great. My therapist said for my body dysmorphia, I should just have more roasts about my weight. You should yeah. be mocked by uh, someone who is in worse shape than you. Yeah. Well, Mike, I try to do more podcasts throughout the week with you, but you eat them all. <laughs> I, I, don't e- I, I don't even know if there's like Star Wars movies on the books really right now. I think they're like, yeah, fuck shows. it. Just D plus. Here we go. Yeah. I think I, I, I feel like they're exhausted. So I at would least say that's that... what their work is showing. <laughs> they need to do what the that when they want to come out with a video game for Star Wars, but they wanted it not to be beholden to anything that had happened. They're just like, this is nine hundred years before yeah. the yeah. movies. The technology. That's what the they same. need to do with Don't the new movies. <laughs> yeah, like it's just like it's a it's way later, and nobody remembers any of that stuff anymore. Star a lo- Wars. A long short time ago, in a galaxy <laughs> far yeah. there. I don't know. I, I think so what they need to do is they need to realize the promise. A galaxy of the far. Uh, I don't know. Everything's relative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's not so far away. It's, I wouldn't want to walk, but um, <laughs> they need to do. They need to realize the promise of the unrealized promise of the eighth movie, which is to completely radically move away from anyone named Skywalker, mm-hmm. Palpatine, Yoda, and for the movies. And they need to just go and they need to just have a complete clean slate yeah. and not listen to the what you think is a hundred percent of the fans, but it's actually just one percent of the fans being very loud complaining about it. Tell them to shut the fuck up and just do what works. Yeah. Just make a good, just make a good movie that will last forever. I, I, I don't know why you Not would do hard, anything bro. else. It we seems do, like a waste of fucking time. We do it every night on the show. <laughs> <laughs> make a good movie. <laughs> yeah, for your, for the ears, for the for the ears of the listeners, it's epic. <laughs>
But I think the franchise as a whole, Star Wars, is is doing okay. It's just weird when your strongest entrants are like your video games, TV shows, your comic books, and the thing that like spawned all of that, the movies, like you won't consider making because of how bad they're coming out. It's such a mm-hmm. weird topsy-turvy well, universe. The, the, the movies that work are just the first three, and it's because there was no adulation. They were just trying to make a cool, pulpy thing. And yeah. every movie that came since was like, had to suck the dick of Star Wars. And it was like, oh, oh, you're so great. Oh, my God. And now yeah. the comics, the video games, uh, the shows are just like, what if we make cool shit in this world? What if we yeah. like willingly, something- joyfully sucked the dick of Star Wars? <laughs> that's, I mean, I don't know about you, but that's the way I like to do it. Yeah, um, right? <laughs> I don't want it to no. be a job for anybody. Make no. a day of it. No, it's a blow activity. Uh, <laughs> a blow Blow hobby. leisure time, yeah. <laughs> blow recreation. Um, no, I, that is the problem, is that there is nothing that can capture... I don't want to say the innocence, because I feel like that isn't exactly what it is, but the thrill of those first three movies somehow can still be felt to this day. And I don't know what that special sauce is. Is it just a lack of self-awareness that lets Mm. itself have fun? Is that what it is? That it isn't referring to this bloated canon? Like, what do you think is the the difference? The the one thing that I have seen that has done it is the Hunger Games 3 Part 1, the Hunger Games 4. That's the one that really (laughs) sold it, how like they are confident in being a franchise. I think the Mandalorian did it because they really... It was somebody who really understood Star Wars as it was. And also, uh, it, it's weird because it did not listen to the backlash of fans, but it also didn't have backlash of fans. The only time it had backlash of fans is when it said, hey, uh, we accidentally cast a bigot, um, and we <laughs> mm. don't want to work Whoops. with her anymore. And then you get the backlash of fans. And so that is going to turf her out. Yeah, don't be fans. Yeah. <laughs> also, um, they, do have, they do got baby Yoda. Right. Yeah. And Baby Yoda's so cute. MCU well, he's is a baby. coming for Baby Yoda. Well, he's so baby. True, true, true. So yeah. His ears are very big, but the rest of him is very small. And, MCU and, is going you know to what? trade Hawkeye for Baby Yoda. And... Well, let's think about it. Let's, okay, so, so let's just use some logic. So what is it that we know is working? Baby Yoda. What does Baby Yoda have? Huge ears. Mm. Okay. Huge ears in the Star Wars universe. I feel like we already have a step up. We have a step forward. Um tiny green if we just start making every single character baby yoda yes. i don't know if <laughs> the universe anyone would have a problem the, the universe the, the bob frank is, origin movie no what it is is minions but yoda style yes, yes. <laughs> minions <laughs> minyotas <laughs> i was about to interject in this conversation but i'm not uh, going to let's move on <laughs> <laughs> excellent let's actually take a quick break and when we're back we'll lock into Brian has termed Monsterverse. <laughs> Wait. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening so far. And let me just tell you that everything ahead of this commercial is much better than what came before it. That's my guarantee. While I have you here, let me tell you about a website. It's called yourpopfilter.com. And it's everything you need that's related to Pop Filter. Everything Mike, everything Ryan, everything Greg, everything Cassie, everything is there at yourpopfilter.com. While you're there, go to yourpotfilter.com slash Amazon. Make that your new Amazon bookmark and do your shopping from there. That way, we get a little piece of the action and Amazon doesn't. 
Make sure you're also listening to everything that Pop Filter has to offer, which includes the Superhero Show Show, a podcast that covers every single TV show that's based on a comic book or comic book property, and Movie of the Year, where we sit down and try and figure out what is the single greatest movie of any given year. That's Superhero Show Show, that's Movie of the Year, and that's yourpopfilter.com. Rate, subscribe, review, bye! And we're back. We're back to discuss the, quote, MonsterVerse. So apparently nothing's come out in this year that can really qualify as the MonsterVerse, but we can expect in 20... Well, let's take it back. In 2019, we had Godzilla, King of the Monsters. In 2021, we can expect Kong versus Godzilla. Tell me, guys, how are you feeling about the state of this franchise? I don't think I've seen anything in this franchise, and I cannot tell you how pumped I am for Kong versus Godzilla. Uh, I thought this was another Fast and Furious where I, all my friends were really into it. I've been trying to play catch up. Taylor is they just got... crazy into it, so it seems like everybody's into it. Okay. The the boys' feed absolutely exploded. Did you see that trailer? When, when the trailer came out, and so I was like, oh, we care about the monsters. Okay, cut. And so I was like, I had no idea we cared about these monsters. And so then... I I started doing my homework and now I've seen I think I saw one of them. Kong Skull I saw Island one of them is dope, where they were it's fighting. The only one I've seen. Uh, but I enjoyed that so I bet this one will be cool too. I I also <laughs> saw Kong Skull Island and I like how Mike says it which is Kong Skull Island like come come to Kong Skull. It's your favorite island. <laughs> Kong, Kong Skull. Skull. Island. The um, Kong Skull Mountains where a lot of Jewish comedians got their start. Exactly. <laughs> but I feel yeah, like have you seen these uh under the ground dwellers? <laughs> I feel like this is <laughs> the It's case called the Monster Belt. <laughs> For any movie for me, like if it's like Meryl Streep from the Mamma Mia franchise versus Godzilla, then I'm going to go see that fucking movie, Street versus Godzilla. I don't care what's going on. I just want to see franchises fight each other. Okay, so I've... so I haven't seen any of the modern like Kong-verse um, to say. I, I've seen the first three ad- adaptations. So we have the original with the little wooden monkey climbing up the little toy <laughs> you know thing and then there's the 70s one with the hot babe who has a puka shell necklace and then there's an iomi watts one peter jackson with the them huge maggots that got the mouths mm-hmm. that oh shit, god that, that was so awful up. um <laughs> yeah so that uh, that's awful. that is my relationship to the congress i mean everything about king kong both sounds fascinating and like a perfect movie you know like <laughs> titan um but also and tell me if i'm wrong like kind of a loaded thing like just king kong because so much of it is about like his relationship to these women i don't know in the past it's been very much like yeah, an eroticized there's, relationship there's racial stuff there's sexism yeah. stuff for sure but that's there's why when he's just against stuff. godzilla all that goes away you're right, you're right. <laughs> ryan disagrees <laughs> no 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 it's it's all about how all of these countries are fighting each other but if these countries could just stand up and punch each other right in the fucking jaw and launch missiles at each other. That's how war should work. And I agree. He has an axe the size of a like aircraft carrier. Come on, it's going to be awesome. Actually, Monarch is a multinational organization that has people from a bunch of different countries that are all working together to try to save us from the Titans. And I know this because I saw I saw the King of the Monsters mm-hmm. movie. There's, there's something fascinating that after the MCU, it's the only successful <laughs> shared universe but nobody has seen the movies it's bananas what how about happened? this Kate can what? I say this yes sir 
all other Kong and Godzilla movies were bullshit, but Kong versus Godzilla is going to be a huge, huge thing. <laughs> I absolutely that makes total sense. I mean, I this I know this is separate from this specific universe, but in terms of like school of genre or genre, very much similar. Whatever happened to the Guillermo del Toro like Pacific Rim universe? Because that shit rocked. And did that have Godzilla in it? I don't recall. No, just it had kaiju, the, which is the, the Godzilla like, and then the Godzilla one yeah. had Brian Cranston and Aaron Taylor. That's part Johnson. of the monster universe. That's yeah. part of the monster universe. Yeah, and that's legit yeah, part of that, this universe. I remember that movie, and that movie um, ruled. That was fun. Pacific Rim has to be one of the most disappointing movies I've ever seen. What a yeah. pile really? of dirty, dirty shit. Yeah, I huh. went tanked. With a bunch of friends, and it was still boring. That's how you know it's a bad movie. Wow. Yeah. No. I. I. That's fair. I don't know. I. I enjoyed it, but I. I don't know. I'm not going to stand here and defend it in the, the face of movie critics. I look out upon it fondly because <laughs> the rest of the night we could only drink Neuralink, which means we have our hands like wrapped around each other and are make, <laughs> feeding each other drinks. Yeah. And so. Okay. That was right. it. So I'm going to be like honest. A, like a Mike, it seems like you are not in a place to be reviewing this movie in any shape or form. <laughs> I disagree. Yeah, I think that's unethical yeah. to then be like, that was not a good I movie. If you, if you, I was sick the next if day. If you can't act as a movie critic at the lowest point of your life, when can you? <laughs> <laughs> what a zinger for our people. I do feel like that anybody who is a movie critic as a career, like us, uh, is just in a constant state at the lowest point of their lives. So that does make sense. Yeah. Anyone who spends their time watching movies and then critiquing them just to is talk unhappy. about them yeah it's just not they never quite got off the ground oh man <laughs> did you guys see that fucking that pensive gorilla on twitter talking about how english teachers like uh, trade <laughs> in discussion oh man that was ryan you say that but greg long before i met you i thought you had one of the funniest twitter accounts i've ever seen Hey, oh, Boom. Yeah, now we know how Kate got on the show. Boom. Yeah, no legit. Boom. Greg's Twitter makes me laugh. Really Kate, can we do speed oh. round? Can we get? Can we bust through the asses of? Yeah, all let's of these? bust through the asses of the last couple. Okay, uh, first of all, the one that I want to really launch into is Disney live action remakes. We got Mulan this year and Cruella next year, dudes. I am stoked. For Cruella, I love Emma Stone. I Emma love Stone the rules. aesthetic. The aesthetic of Cruella Deville is fucking fabulous. And then the, and the idea of her villainy being, I want to steal puppies for their fur. Everything about this is like <laughs> so fun. Like fun. Yeah, the, the bravery of trying to make that sympathetic. We've never been a more <laughs> yes. pro dog society, and exactly. they're still going to be like, sure, she tried to kill a hundred dogs, but you're going to like her. You're going to like her. You're going to like. Her. Well, think. I mean, I loved Glenn Close's version of Cruella, and mm-hmm. she wasn't framed as the protagonist. So, I frankly, my worry is that trying to create a three dimensional Cruella is going to take the fun from it. Because the thing about Cruella that's fun is yeah. that she's kind of like. A glamorous, skinny asshole who doesn't give a fuck. And it's kind of really... <laughs> yeah, and that's the fun of it. And it's like... It's kind of like a Joker moment when you start peeling back like the true mental illness probably behind all. She's of that. a rich person's Joker. She's a rich person's Joker because she's not. You know, I don't know. I I think you can do the dark. We night. live in a high society. <laughs> awesome. If Emma Stone the whole time is just like, let me tell you, how I got these scars. <laughs> a dog bit me when I tried Faceless. to skin it. I, I had a weird I, relationship I, to my mother. I love, I love the whole pitch of like, no, 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 everyone loves dogs, but what if this bitch wanted to kill dogs for their fur, right? Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> huh? 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 Um, and I mean, but when it comes to dogs, 
Dalmatians aren't like the t- like the the best. I've dog. heard they're I the mean, worst dog. They're no mean action. No, no, no. Yeah, right. Problem, the problem with uh, Dalmatians is that they're severely inbred, and so it creates a certain kind of mania. There's a lot of violence in Dalmatians. Yeah, that's oh. why I hate corgis. That's why I hate French bulldogs. It's the mania. That's it's the mania. So really, the humane thing to do is to put no. The them humane down thing to do is wear, them as, wear them as couture. <laughs> yes, <laughs> is to go to an atelier and skin the puppies. I have heard about Dalmatians <laughs> that they're the easiest to spot. oh boy what's the next franchise (laughs) next (laughs) next franchise is sonic the hedgehog which i would debate as a franchise plans for the sonic the hedgehog 2 in 2022 interesting i feel like you have to wait for the second one to start including it within a universal kind of sense you're the one that included it bro you just you're the (laughs) one yeah it turns out you're wrong kate you disagree with kate on this one we're gonna get tails more than the ad credit seed, we're going to get Knuckles. We're hearing that maybe Jason Momoa is Knuckles. I love it. <laughs> is it um John Ralphio's Jason Sonic, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 I love As ben. John Ralphio. I love Ben. What's, what's his name? Schwartz. Ben Schwartz. Oh, my God. What so a good hire. If, so good at improv. If you're going to hire someone to just be a voice, Jason Momoa, great <laughs> choice. Because I think people are really tired of having to look at him yeah. when they hear his voice. And they just want to get a chance. Just yeah. let me hear that voice. Let his performance. Gross face. Gross right. body. Momoster really come through. I do not through. want to have to engage with his aesthetic. I want to really yeah. just handle his true emotive ability as an actor. I don't want to be like while he is acting. I don't want to be crawling over literally every centimeter of his abs <laughs> with my eyes. Right? I don't want to be like just touching every part of his body with my with my gaze. Did anybody see Sonic? I want the to Hedgehog? be just listening to those. Huh? What? Did anybody see Sonic the Hedgehog? No. No. No, man. Of All course right, not. Let's go. It was too fast. Okay, next one then. Um, bad boys. Yes, please. Bad Boys for Life in 2020. I'm a huge Bad Boys fan. I think that I love every installation of this movie. I am stoked as hell for Bike, this. Uh, bad for this next bad movie. Boys for Life is eligible for 2020 Moody's. 2020 Oscars. Like, yep. No, I know. Oh, or yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Moody's. And More importantly, the Moody's. The Moody's. No, I'm excited to see how this plays out. I, I'm interested. <laughs> I really am. I think those two guys, you know, hear it now. Incredible chemistry. Has Michael Bay directed any other than the first one? I know he isn't directing this one. Two twins who like Cambodian. Two. Yeah, they directed the For Life, the third movie. Yeah. Uh, I'm mostly fascinated what the next one's going to be called because they already used For Life. Bad Boys, uh, Bad Boys 3 Life. Bad Boys Afterlife. The, Bad Boys 2 keep... Scamps Adventure. At one They're going to have to a, pretend they die. A young bad boy tackled a column and helps take down the building. They need more things like that. The the more Fast and Furious they push into, the better this franchise is. It's too often they're like, we should be realistic now. And then you're like, oh, you can't make movies. So they need to cartoon it up. Absolutely. I, you're right. We need Loller Bunny to shrink her dang pants. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that the, the, the role of Loller Bunny in the Bad Boys universe now is uh, <laughs> is uh, Vanessa Hudgens. And I could use more of her forever. Yeah, you could. <laughs> fucking um, weirdo. <laughs> okay, so let's take, a, let's take one last break and we'll come back for kind of last thoughts. <laughs> well, that is very, very funny. Or very sad and perhaps now you have something to think about or very problematic and perhaps we have something to think about but in any event i'm sure you have some reaction to what you're listening to so why not check us out on the social media you can go to instagram or twitter and find us at your pop filter email contacts at your pop filter hey everybody keep watching them movies all righty let's take a let's take a look back 
I thought you were going to say, let's so take a far. break. I thought you were going to come <laughs> back from the break and then immediately go break. back into a break. <laughs> All right. Like, okay. Um, we're back. Let's uh, it's take like a quick coming break. Up, <laughs> it's coming up for air while doing laps. <laughs> like, okay, going back. <laughs> um, no, what we're going to do is um, just do a quick overview, feel, see how we feel as a community about each of these franchises, because I think we had quite diverse opinions. So starting back, DC Extended Universe, how are we feeling? Mm. Uh, like bad, bad place. Like Nay. Like Same as it always Yay. was. For sure. Okay, Marvel. Yay! Yay! Yay. Yeah, yeah. Yay. These Star are our first opinions. Yeah, uh, Star Wars. Yay. Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars movies. I am boo. I think there's. I think the next one's going to be a good one. I but I don't think that's going to be for a while. So I'm kind of like, Meh. <laughs> fair. Um, MonsterVerse. Yeah, somehow. Yeah. We're yeah. I think we're all pumped. We all love it. We always have and we always will. Yeah, I, that's surprising that's a, everyone. It's surprising all of us. That's a sleeper <laughs> community favorite. Yeah. I think we should remember that one. Um, okay, Sonic the Hedgehog. It seems like we were all incredibly yeah. ill informed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a Mario kid. I like the Mario movie and I like the Mario games. Disney live action remakes. I gotta say, I have high. I have Emma Stone hopes. Yeah. For oh my I'm god, up. I I'm love up. her. Hometown hero, from my perspective. She's yeah. She's also a trash bag from Arizona. She's a trash bag from Arizona. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> um, and of course, I think I already know how we feel about this. Uh, can we hear it for the bad boys in the crowd? Uh, bad boys has actually never had a good movie in the franchise yeah. <laughs> at any point. I firmly so, disagree. How boo. can you not? I, I, I believe no, I no. do agree. I'm one, conceding. two, three, four. They're all bad. <laughs> Joey you Pants is dead. Where is are they going to go from here? No, they're all fucking terrible. Well, no, sin- very sincerely, you don't think the first one is fun enough to talk Kate, about? Kate, I fucking shit you not. When that came out. <laughs> I was like 15 years old, a uh-huh. diehard Fresh Prince and Martin fan. There was no movie better based for me. Like, I was no. the demographic. You're right. I was You're like, right. yeah, what's, this is poor filmmaking. You're this right. is not good. What's crazy about I right caught now, it as a, like the resurgence when they were showing it in Bryant Park as like a fun yeah, sure. throwback. When it had become like one of those Rocky Horror Midnight like, <laughs> popcorn at the When the kitsch movies. of it became its the dominant conversation around it. Kate, what's insane is before you right now, Ryan is also the biggest Bad Boys fan I've ever heard, and this is still the nicest he's ever said <laughs> about the movies. Is there's never been a good one in the franchise. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm shocked. Okay, now I feel a little nervous about how really forward I was in my advances towards the Bad Boys. I, <laughs> I have a pension, I have a predilection, and I have a vice. There is one good bad. bad Boys movie, and it's The Last Boy Scout. Oh, I agree with that shit. <laughs> Boom. Out. Podcast
Greg, long before I met you, I thought you had one of the funniest Twitter accounts I've ever seen. Yeah, no, legit. Greg's Twitter makes me laugh really, really routinely hard.